Welcome to The Reconnection Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Shelton, international Akashic Records reader, spiritual teacher, writer, and blogger. On this podcast, I will provide you with channel teachings, tools, and support so you can embody your highest self, break through blocks, and tune in to your heart. I am here to guide you to reconnect and realign so you can grow and glow. If you are inspired by what you hear today, please leave a review of the show and share this episode on social media. Also, check out the Reconnection Social Group on Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, you sexy souls, and welcome to Reconnection. Listen, I didn't know if I was going to put out a podcast episode, but clearly I am because I'm talking to you right now. Because listen, (laughs) listen up, my friends. I have had, let's just say, like six ego deaths in the past like week, two weeks, whatever, how long it's been. And I was not feeling up to recording a podcast. I ended up doing, and honestly, I'm glad the audio kind of effed up because I was kind of a little angry hoe in it. And we don't want that. We want someone who is fun. We want someone who is fresh. We want someone who is not in a reactive state and ready to fight someone. You know what I mean? So we're here. Our energy has finally shifted into the neutral zone of the emotional wave. And if you have no idea I'm talking about, I'm like referencing a human design term because like apparently I'm that bitch now. (laughs) And yeah, let's fucking get into today's episode, which is going to be a little bit about some of the ego deaths I had, as well as some of the interesting things that have inspired me and that I'm seeing online. And last week, I talked about that I was looking for new places to go to or maybe potential places to move to and so I kid you not I got like 30 signs for this one place which I'm gonna leave a little we're gonna leave her anonymous for now (laughs) and let's just say she's popped up many times and so I've been looking to do a little trip I'm actually gonna push myself to actually do it instead of saying I'm gonna do it and then I never do it because I chicken out But right now, I think I might actually do a little road trip. If you have any road tripping, (laughs) I feel like I'm going to be on mushrooms. But if you have any road trip advice, because this would be literally like a 16-hour drive. Mm -hmm, Yikes. Literally, America is so big. Like, America is huge. When I talk about America, I'm talking about just the United States. I was being a little general. But the United States is freaking huge so it's probably Canada let's be honest with ourselves because if you're in Europe I imagine it only takes like an hour or two to get into a different country which honestly is kind of amazing but yeah not here you gotta freaking drive six hours just to get to a different state so I digress I digress my friends so that might be coming up in a few weeks if I actually follow through with it and not chicken out and be a little baby and force fake resistance to not do it. F that. That was part of one of my ego deaths today, which was transformed by listening to 
a podcast where this person was talking about limiting beliefs and they said a quote that really inspired me which is how are you living are you living through fear are you living through love and it's such a basic you know it's like a basic spiritual principle but it's something that's always so good to get back to back to those basics am I making decisions out of fear or am I making decisions out of love am I doing it because it's amazing is am I doing it because it lights me up it feels good or am I doing it because I'm scared of a potential outcome that I don't even know that's going to occur but I'm going to make it occur because I've been focusing on it so much that I want it to occur in a little way because I'm resistant to actually having things good happen to me (laughs) welcome to my brain So, yeah, that was one of those things. And so maybe maybe we're going to see it. Maybe we're not going to. I don't know. I don't know. And I had this little. Yes, I like was all in my feelings yesterday about social media and I was getting so annoyed with it because, listen, after I'm done with this one program that I'm in and this one program that I'm hosting right now. I'm honestly going to delete Facebook because I truly hate it. I truly hate it. I got it a long time ago to join groups and now I'm not no longer a part of any of those groups besides the programs that I'm currently in and hosting it is such a dark negative place everyone's like complaining and literally I don't want that energy I don't want to be around that anymore and something that's so interesting is creating our own rules creating our own rules on how we want to be successful and so if you own a business creating your own rules on how you be successful. Are you going to constantly listen to other people and tell you that you need to do X, Y, and Z to do it? Or are you going to pave your own path, pave your own way, and create your own rules essentially for how things are going to happen, how things are going to go? Because it all really comes back down to a belief. And sure, there's strategies that can help you get to certain places, but it doesn't have to. You can literally be the dictator. Okay, we're not going to make a joke. That would be pretty bad. But (laughs) you are the person that dictates how things happen in your life. You're the person who dictates what beliefs you want to choose. If you want to choose that you have to do five steps in order to, I don't freaking know, get a client or five different steps in order to manifest the beautiful bag that you've been having your eye on at the store or online then it's going to take that long. And the reality is you can make it so much more easy. You can make it so much more simple. It's just simply creating those rules, creating those stuff that you want to create in your own life and maybe finding people who are living their life that's different and not need like, I need to reprogram my subconscious until the death of me. It's just like, no, you don't, babe. No, you you really don't. (laughs) And I've learned that major life lesson this year especially is – you don't need to dive deep into your subconscious or dive deep into your childhood story to like 20,000 billion times in order to get what you want or to receive. Because listen, if I really wanted to, I could write you a 10, like a thousand page novel about the ins and out of my childhood, who triggered me, who created those beliefs where I pick those all beliefs from up from. But when I do that, when I constantly am looking back at those things, when I'm constantly looking at those things or looking at these triggers that are popping up, 
and focusing on them and being like, oh my God, this came back from when I was like five years old and my parents said this to me or they didn't look at me enough or they didn't pay me enough attention. Uh, Like if we keep going back into those cycles and constantly, constantly looking for those patterns, they're just going to keep showing up in your life. They're just going to keep presenting themselves. You might even start to have a belief that you need to, there's something wrong. If you're not getting something, there's something wrong with you. You still have some deep rooted belief. And I'm here to tell you that's really, just it's not true it's just how you're energetically showing up you're energetically showing up and saying that I can't receive until I get x y and z I can't receive until I'm fully healed and that's just some bs that is being put onto you and you also don't have to quote-unquote work on yourself every day or do healing work every day because one your life is supposed to be fun it's not supposed to be filled with work and I'm not dissing the quote-unquote work or doing inner work or shadow work because it is so powerful it is so powerful to gain that awareness of yourself awareness of your patterns awareness of how you've been operating in your life and why that is but you don't need to continuously do that in order to get what it is that you want you can move forward in a new way a new direction and a new path and one that's more empowered one that's more vibrant on who you are and sometimes we get so stuck on the shadow work or the small details or the triggers and those type of things when reality what we need to be doing is shifting our attention to our energy to our nervous system is our nervous system still going to this fight or flight mode when we think about money is our nervous system still trauma bonding when we meet someone are we still attracting in those people and why is that why do we want our energy to show up in that way and it really just comes back to that energetic level which is kind of it's talked about in some circles online I'm not going to say it's not but the ones that I followed in the past especially when I was in my beginning of like spiritual work and doing that type of stuff it really wasn't it was really about the subconscious and more on a 3d level and so now we're moving ourselves up into this 5d version where we're noticing that we're not just this life we're an energetic being that has continuous streams of information coming at us at all times. We're continuously pulling information from our higher self, from our lower vibrational selves, from our past lives, from our ancestral lineage, and so on and so forth. We have all this energy coming in at all times. So when we're only focusing in on these (laughs) small patterns in our lives, we're only going to see that. And we're kind of dismissing the magic dismissing what's around us and so how can you move into the state of expansion the state of moving into that portal of your heart moving into that portal of opening it up and saying I allow myself to see my higher self I allow myself to embody them because they are not outside of you they are inside of you and I've talked about this before if you listen to my podcast episodes about your heart as a portal is that inside your heart contains all of your multidimensional information. It contains all the different vibrational patterns, your path, everything. That's why it's so important. That's why I have a course called Heart Centered Out where you can really learn how to tap into this center and tap into your intuition so you're able to move forward in a beautiful, aligned way because your heart is this place. Your higher self is in you. It's not this outer version of you where you need to reach for and grab for them, but rather it's inside of you. It's inside of you this whole time, but 
we get caught up in looking for other people to give us those answers. We get caught up in looking for other people to tell us who they are. But in reality, they're just in ourselves. They're just in our hearts. They're just where we are. And you can shift where you are simply by acknowledging that you have that amazing power in you right now. You don't need to lose weight. You don't need to manifest more money or manifest a relationship in order for them to come out, in order for them to prove that they are here, that you are worthy, that you are ready. They're in you right now. They're in you right now and they're asking you to open those doors, open those gates and say, I welcome you. Because they are not, again, they are not outside of you. They are within you. They are in your heart. And they're saying, open me up, please. Open me up, please. Open me up, please. And that's just the simplest thing. And so sometimes we will go through these patterns where we have to go through those darker cycles. Those dark nights of the soul, if you want to call it that. Or those painful moments where it feels like all this energy is building up on you and it feels so dense it feels so heavy it feels so chaotic in some ways it's because this energy is releasing up out of you and it's shifting into a different vibrational state and so when you can order to open yourself up more to love open yourself up more to that frequency because that's really where our higher self lives it lives on a different frequency but it's within you. It's not outside of you. It's within you. And you have the opportunity to tap into that at any second, at any moment. And it's so beautiful. And when we're in this person, when, we ha- when we're embodying this person who's already inside of us, like I said, and that's what she said. If you don't know, I love that joke. It's literally my favorite. Michael Scott, you and I, we have that in common. <laughs> Along with our need to be liked. But you know what? We're working on that and she's gone. <laughs> oh my god jokes 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 (laughs) you guys I've been watching Gilmore Girls again and this is kind of a perfect segue into the next topic but I've been watching Gilmore Girls recently and it's such an interesting show because when I first watched it I was like oh my god I wish I had a relationship like that with my like with my mom all that stuff and but now looking back at it and like watching it I'm just like they're so codependent on each other it's like an unhealthy relationship but uh, alas it's a good show anyways if you've watched it do you like Dean or Jess I'm only still in the first two seasons so we're not going to bring up the person that she meets in college and if you've never seen the show I don't know what to tell you. It's kind of like you have to kind of get used to it because it kind of starts off slow. It's kind of bo- It's kind of like a boring energy, but then you get kind of into it and you're like, oh, my God. But are you like into Dean or Jess? I don't know. Like I'm like Dean's cute at first, but then you're just like Jess is kind of the bad boy. Who do we want? OK, I'm really getting off topic. <laughs> oh, OK. So anyways. So I've been watching the show quite often, and uh, I noticed myself going into this sense of escaping, this escapism, the great escape, if you will. And I was doing it because I was avoiding what I was talking about in the beginning of the episode of going on that big adventure, 
going on to my big road trip if I do. <laughs> and I was putting so much pressure on that road trip that I felt like I had to do it in order to get to this next level of myself. And again, which is silly because <laughs> what I literally just talked about maybe a minute ago is that it's already inside of us. We don't need to do anything. And how are we operating from that level? Are we operating from love or from fear? And so I had this I was escaping into this TV show. I was escaping into this different reality because I was trying to avoid the one that I was in. I was trying to avoid potentially having to change, potentially having to have more responsibilities, having something different, expanding my comfort zone. Because when we're in our comfort zones and we're in the quote unquote bubble, it's so it feels good. We know what's going to happen. If I talk about this quite often because it's something that I am working through, going through right alongside you. And it's just so interesting that I was exhibiting these behaviors that I really did quite often a few years ago and they were coming back again. They were coming back again because I was afraid to make a change. I was afraid to push myself into this new limits and explore. And my soul really craves this freedom. My soul really craves exploring new territory and new land and meeting with new people. But when we're so used to the comforts that we're already in, I was cut off, so I really don't remember what I was saying, <laughs> um, but where were we? Where were we, Joanne? <laughs> and so I ended up taking a night off of watching the show, and I decided to journal, and I went deep into why am I feeling like I need to escape this reality? And it ended up being because I was afraid of that change. I was afraid of that expansion. I was afraid of that up-leveling that I would experience because no one in my life or no one in my family or no one that I really know has done anything like it. They've never really traveled by themselves. They've never really taken risks or taken chances because with their up with their growing up and all their programming and stuff that was not available that was not okay it was not quote-unquote safe to do that and so by doing this it's kind of a big shift it's a big change and ironically I'm getting if you listen to this podcast before you know I'm very connected to my grandpa on my paternal side and he's coming up right now and apparently (laughs) I'm going to be really following more in his footsteps of traveling because he did travel quite often. I am healing a lot of that lineage in this lifetime. That's for sure. (laughs) We're breaking the bonds. I feel like a lot of people are actually going to be breaking the ancestral wounds because we're seeing it on such a surface level in so many ways. And we're also seeing this division of 3D and 5D consciousness. Like I talked about last week, we're seeing this divide in people, especially among politics, and that it's very surface level it's very 3d and we're also seeing it in thought we're seeing it in how we are reacting to things are reacting to this place of anger reacting to this place of fear are we being reactive and it's all very interesting to watch play out especially with the virus the v word and censorship on a whole new level it's very concerning (laughs) in many ways and I'm glad there's a lot of people just talking about this they're talking about these how it is actually bad and it's just I feel like there's going to be more different platforms starting to rise up that are not going to have so much censorship on it because it's just insane there's a few people that I follow online that 
are very outspoken (laughs) about some of these things and it's just interesting to learn about I'm not going to go too in depth on this but because listen I feel like I need to have a co-host to talk about this sort of topic because it's one it's so dense and two my mind kind of gets all over the place and I wouldn't say the full story or my full thoughts about it and it's so like heavy and packed that I just I don't want to get so into it so basically we just need to like have our own self-sovereignty and I've talked about this for a long time that 2020 is the year of power it's we're noticing the power structures that are in our government we're noticing that all around the world we're seeing how they are relating to the people they're really being like a flashlight being put on them and the patterns are becoming more and more obvious especially in the left okay I guess I'm talking about it especially in the left or democratic party here in the United States I don't know how it is everywhere else, but I'm curious. Tell me, girl. Ooh, tell me, human. Tell me, boy. <laughs> and it's really becoming more obvious, the power plays and how it's all influent- like tied together, as well as looking how all these power structures are interlaced and interrelated with the quote-unquote COVID pandemic that we have going on. Listen, do I think the virus is real? Yes. Do I think it's as big as it's supposed to be? No. and I know a lot of people agree with me on this and I'm sure many of you who are listening agree with me as well but if you don't you do you boo I don't care you do you if you want to get worried about it do it (laughs) listen we're going back to the nervous system you can't it's harder to fight something if you're afraid at all times because your immune system is going to be more stressed out and more down on the count but So we're seeing all these power structures at the higher level, and then we're going down. We're seeing these powers in ourselves, our self-sovereignty. How are we operating? Are we choosing to step in our power? Are we choosing to submit to victimhood, to the victim narrative? And I'm not saying this for all the issues that are coming up. No, because some of these really need to be addressed because it is an ancestral wounding. On a much that's really just being highlighted on such a deep level, especially. There was a, especially the BLM movement, it has hit quite close to home, especially because the most recent one, Jacob Blake, he was, if you don't know the story, he was a man breaking up a fight and he was shot eight times and is in critical condition right now. (laughs) And so that type of issue is quitting quite close to home and just illuminating the lack of love the lack of understanding for people and the programming that we've had from a young age to view other people as different from us to view other people as less than or more and they need to be perfect in order to be valued they need to be perfect in order to be loved and I'm no expert in this particular topic at all but it's just very interesting to watch these play out and it's always again they're using this as a division to create you care about people no you don't but really reality is we need to how am I want to say this <laughs> how am I gonna say this but the reality is is that we need to recognize this programming we're deprogramming from these racist behaviors from this racist system and it is really deep in 
our culture. It's deep in our behaviors. So people, whether we want to believe it or recognize it or not, it just it just unfortunately is and it's something that is now being played out as a political statement which is so stupid and it's really just something that we need to be addressing at a core level because humans we're fucking human <laughs> we're human we're meant to we're literally not different from other people we've just been taught that we're different we've been taught that through media we've been taught that through books through history through our parents through all these different things but the reality is is that we're literally the same being but we just have these labels onto it and so we're deprogramming on a society level but we can't do that if we're continually dividing between the two if we're continually putting the division up there and so this calls for all humans especially the people (laughs) with families who might be a little racist and all that type of stuff and it's speaking out it's learning about your own racist tendencies your own racist behaviors how can you change them how can you be more of a help and those type of things and so back to self-sovereignty we're also learning it on about ourselves or again are we standing in that victimhood are we standing in our power are we allowing ourselves to break free from old patterns and again embody our highest self or are we submitting ourselves to my life is going to be in quote-unquote lack i'm going to be stuck in this cycle all of these victimhood poor me statements and things and it's interesting (laughs) to say the least because when we look at it from a higher perspective or we look at it from a higher self point of view or a 5d consciousness quote-unquote point of view isn't it silly that we call these things have all these labels for things i really don't understand labels i don't understand them whatsoever what is the point of it really i know some people they get it to have this sense of community and it makes it easier to identify things but what's the point you know what I mean I was having this conversation with myself (laughs) I was having a conversation with myself you know just how you do and about social media as well it just really confuses me it really does because I didn't have like a full-on smartphone until I was about 16 years old but even then it wasn't like anything fancy and growing up in the technology boom and watching everyone around you have cell phones and it was almost like this currency or social status if you will if you are good enough or if you're valued or if you have money if you come from all these different things and just watching how that's translated into where we are now and this disconnection with other people and no longer really looking at the eyes and always be constantly worried about if you're going to have a message coming in, if you're going to have all these different things. And I feel like we're slowly starting to shift and notice that there is such an imbalance that is being brought up. And maybe it's only in small communities right now that are recognizing this and recognizing this disconnect and this need to prove ourselves or need to constantly post and a lot of it's just kind of fluff (laughs) and this is again creating your own rules and how you view things but it's just something very interesting that I thought of because I've had a different perspective on it and I'm sure many other people as do as well but I've just watched it from a different lens where I didn't have that connection to social media and I ended up growing up really despising phones and technology (laughs) and it's just interesting now to witness it and to watch it and how it's grown how it's shifted how things are happening the more obsessions over it 
and I totally lost place of thought on what I was talking about prior. So I listened back (laughs) and I was talking about 5D and 3D consciousness. But when we look at it from these different point of views, these different perspectives, is that our 3D is looking at things that are just in front of us, that are just in our peripheral point of view, what we've been taught, what we've seen from other people. But in reality, when we move into our 5D, I want you to picture things in this new way. I want you to realize, I want you to close your eyes and picture that you're in this room of black and it's just black space around you. Can you see it? If you're one of those people that can't visualize things, what do you feel? Do you hear something? Is it quiet? What is it? Because that's really how our world is. That's how our world is. And every step you take, you get to choose what is on that. If you choose that there's abundance, if you choose that there is great things coming to you at all times, it's going to come into you. It's going to come to you because we only can see 4% of our life. We only can see this small portion, the small portion of reality. And so we, when we take a bigger step, when we take a bigger walk into this new space of ourselves, this new space of life and come into these like have these amazing beliefs and know that we're only witnessing this very small portion we're only tapped into this very small portion of ourselves in our life we have this opportunity to create bigger change and that's really what that 5d is it's that multi-dimensional self and walking into this new world and so it's so exciting to view it and i'm choosing to view the world in hopefully a more hopeful glance as we move forward and I'm feeling so pulled to autumn this year I don't know what it is but my heart is like really being pulled to fall foods and like squash and all these different things so I feel like I'm going to be coming at least at this moment I feel like I'm going to be coming out with a autumn solstice little bundle for you guys to work through and that will be coming out probably within the next few weeks. So I am really excited about that because I'm feeling so pulled to autumn. Every year I can really tell when autumn's coming. I can just like feel it and you can feel the energy shift. You can feel how the world, the earth is like changing and mixing in with it. And that can go back to a lot of our past lives as being witches or women in the country and all that jazz and so it's just so exciting I feel like this new space this new energy of this new season is gonna bring a lot of beautiful things into my life at least I'm choosing to believe that so I'm so happy I sat down and recorded this and I'll see you sexy ass souls next time peace out that is it for today's episode if you listen and like the reconnection podcast please leave a rating and review on itunes it helps more people find the show and you can also find me on instagram at i am elizabeth shelton or visit my website i am elizabeth shelton.com for more free resources courses and readings until next time you sexy soul bye